Hey listeners, welcome to episode 11 of Let's Just Talk About It podcast. I'm your host Chuck. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is your very first time listening, this podcast was created to give genuine people just like you a platform to share a portion of your life's journey. So today I have a special guest, Mr. Les Smith who's running for city council of the city of Chesapeake, Virginia, where we have a great conversation about his vision and what he would do if he's elected to city council. So without further delay, go and get a family member or friend and listen in together to my conversation with Mr. Les Smith on Let's Just Talk About It. Let's jump right in. We have Mr. Les Smith, who's running for city council of the city of Chesapeake. So thank you so much, Mr. Smith. Good evening. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you for being the guest on Let's Just Talk About It. Um, would you mind telling the listening audience a little bit about yourself so we can know who Mr. Les Smith is? Okay. I, I'll start with, um, I'm originally from Chesapeake, so I'm a native of Chesapeake. I went to Indian River High School here in mm. Chesapeake. Um, my background as far as career. Mm-hmm. I worked for the Sheriff's Department for 28 years, retired as a lieutenant Wow! about nine years ago. Uh, all of my kids and some of my grandkids also attended public schools here in the city of Chesapeake, Wow! although some of them have, some of them have left the area since. I am also a business person, so I went to school for business, mm. uh, business administration and human resource management, so I got a couple of degrees, bachelor's and master's degrees. But I didn't use them for my initial career. Mm-hmm. I was law enforcement, but now I'm actually in the business field. So I deal deal with finances and insurance. Wow. So that's what I'm doing now for a living. Wow. Uh, just to supplement my retirement is basically wow. what I'm doing. Got you. Yeah. Got you. So you say you was in you was deputy lieutenant yes. for the city of Chesapeake. Yes. Right. So what right. would that what did that consist of? Well, I I would put that at middle management mm-hmm. for law enforcement. So I was deputy, then promoted to sergeant, and then I was a lieutenant. Wow. So that was the highest I went. But I want you to know those two ranking positions mm-hmm. from my place of employment was based on test scores mm. uh, along with your ability to manage right. or supervise. But anything beyond that, it was political. So I didn't make it to the next level, which was Captain Major, got you. on and on. Okay. Because it was political. Right, right, right. So I got that's you. why I'm where I am right now. <laughs> I, I hear you. <laughs> politics, yes. I got you, man. I got you. So for those who don't know, because you helped me when we had a conversation about what a city council is. Would you mind explaining that? Because there may be some young person who perhaps may be listening to this and they don't know exactly what a city council is. So would you mind explaining that? So city council normally consists of several individuals, Mm. male and female. Mm -hmm. It can be either or or both. But they collectively make decisions on behalf of the city. So they look at what businesses come to the city, mm. that they're allowed to come to the city, mm. uh, what they're going to do as far as setting up a budget for the city, what things take priority as far as uh, buildings, roads, mm. bridges, uh, maintaining that, uh, operations as far as public works. They deal with all those sets of things and to include school making money, uh, making allotment of money for schools. Mm-hmm. So they oversee the government, basically what it, what it amounts to, mm. and it's, it deals with your everyday living in the city in which you live. So a lot of people don't get involved right. in the local politics, but they should because right. we're the ones you can pick up the phone and call when you need something done. 
Yes. Wow. Because oftentimes, you know, we you know, we go and vote for the next governor, lieutenant governor, but we never think about city council. And y'all are the ones that we can just reach out and touch to get the ear of the mayor. Exactly. To make things happen. Yeah. Wow. What would you what would if you had the ear of every person in Chesapeake right now, they would tune in to let's just talk about it. Kids included. What would you say to them to consider you as the next city council? Yeah, I, I want them to know that the most important thing that you have mm-hmm. from a standpoint of power is your right to vote. Wow. People don't see that as powerful, mm-hmm. but that's where the decisions come from. It's who you vote in office. So I have run across people who say I'm not involved, I'm not registered to vote, mm-hmm. but that's how you make the difference. Now, you can't make the difference by fisticuffs, beating somebody up, shooting somebody. Mm. That may make a small difference, but the real power is the power of that person that has the ability to control things. And that person normally is the one that writes and makes the laws. So that's where the power is. So mm-hmm. you need to be a part of that process and share your vote. Right. Because that's that's your voice being heard, being heard. And a lot of people don't get that. But I need folks to get that. That's how you your voice is heard and things can happen in your favor based on you selecting a person in office that you think would do what's right by you, what's right by your community and your family. So your voice is your vote or your vote is your voice in terms of making things happen. Amazing. Because like I like I was saying, you know, a lot of people don't really understand the importance of the vote. You know, they always say it's going to be the same way again if I if I vote, you know, so but your vote has power to make things change. Right. Agreed. Wow. So in terms of you being in as a deputy lieutenant, what would you what would you say to the the criminal justice system in Chesapeake? Would if you had an opportunity to change something in that? Because I just had an episode with a brother who just came home from doing twenty four years, and he talked about things he would change if he had an opportunity. So being in that field for that long, what would you change if you had the opportunity today to make a decision? Okay, one one thing I used to always tell mm. new people coming to work. Mm-hmm when they're in that setting is treat people how you want to be treated. Yes. Okay. They, they've been tried by the judge yes. and sentenced by the judge. Mm-hmm. So don't you judge them too. Wow. You got a job to carry out. And your job is to, to take care of their welfare, to make sure they stay safe and get what they're supposed to have while they're incarcerated. But from the standpoint of those that are incarcerated, they don't need to just sit there because they have idle time on their hands. They need to be thinking about what they're going to do when they get out, yeah. how re- how they're going to rehabilitate themselves and do better so they don't come back. Mm. That should be the focus. So those changes need to be happening to where we're rehabilitating for those that come in the system and it's not to where we're setting them up for failure. We're not teaching them anything. We put them in a position to where they don't have the resources when they get out and they come right back. Wow. It has to change. And I know to a certain extent mm-hmm. that's being worked on, mm-hmm. but it takes two parties for that. Right. It takes their system to do their part to make it work. And right. then it takes those incarcerated to understand we can't continue to do what we've always been doing and expect for changes. We got to, we got to pick up the pace. Right. Yes. So everyone has a position to play in order to create change. Wow, amazing. So if if you had a million dollars, Mr. Smith, what would you do to help change the city of Chesapeake? What would you do? 
Amelia won't do it. Amelia won't do it. <laughs> why, no. why, why you say Amelia won't do it? Because because Amelia really won't do it. Wow, that's a lot of money, because, though. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh-huh. But it's a drop in the bucket. Right, okay. The city right now is operating on $1.8 billion. Okay. okay. Wow. So, like I said, Amelia would do very little. Wow. It, helped, it would help something. Uh, but just the thing is, where would you put it? So it's a priority thing. Got you. From that standpoint. Got you. But yeah, more than likely, if I had a million dollars to help the city out, it would be going towards some program Got to you. help some communities out that need some resources. So you yeah. say, so you say the city operates off of one point eight million, billion, billion. Okay, billion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. But so when you when you speak in terms of city council, is it's more parts to, because when I think of Chesapeake, I just think of Great Bridge, but it's so many other parts to the city of Chesapeake. So do you, is there a certain ward you 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 deal with or you're over when it comes down to that? That's that's a good question. Mm-hmm. And our city is set up to where it's um, at large, mm-hmm. meaning when you run for office, you got the campaign for the whole city wow now i grew up in the south norfolk area right mm-hmm. now i live in the deep creek area mm-hmm. but i have to be representative of the entire city and i have to look for votes from the entire, entire city. city wow yes yeah, so we're not set up like norfolk and some other cities to where Got you. you're actually in a ward so you had to campaign throughout the whole city of chesapeake right. everybody has to know who you are in terms of running for for city council so therefore, it costs more money to get your name to get, out. Wow, I got you. So in terms of helping you to get your name out, what's your what, how would how would people get money to you to help promote or get your name heard? The best the best way is to go to my website, lessonsforoffice.com. Got you. Do you have any other social media that you want to put out here? You know, yes, I, I'm actually on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Less Smith for Office Two. And I say Lesson for Office, the Roman numeral two. Gotcha. And a phone number I can be reached at is 757-525-2781. Wow. So you got an open door policy. So anybody wants to contact Mr. Smith about your thoughts about what the city is, what's going on in the city, you can reach him and uh, give him your concerns. Give him your concerns. So, Mr. Smith, what do you plan to do with the platform once you're given it as city council? Okay, thank you for asking that question. Uh, what, what I w- want to do is attract more businesses businesses to the city. Mm. If we bring in more businesses to the city, we're going to increase our revenue base. Mm. That's through taxes. Right. That money is going to allow us to do several different things. It's going to make sure our, go- our city government officials are paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, our public safety is taken care of. Our schools are taken care mm. of. And it's going to make money available for our roads, our infrastructure. It puts all that in place Mm -hmm. to where we're not scrambling to find where that dollar is going to come from. And the last place you want to try to take that dollar from is raising the taxes on citizens. Right. Wow. We need to bring in that revenue from the businesses. Mm. And while we're bringing in the businesses, they're going to have a need for those that can actually do the job. Mm -hmm. So we need to make sure our workforce is in place to where we train the people through schools, uh, through trades and apprentice programs. So they're ready to take on the job once they become available. Wow. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, I want to make sure that we have what I call affordable housing. Mm. A lot of young people Mm. and a lot of people in blue collar positions, they can't afford to live in Chesapeake. Right. We want to make it available to where. They come out of high school, they got a job, some kind of way, 
if we can't get them in a home, we can get them in an apartment. Amazing. But they got to be able to afford it. So what we're starting to build needs to be affordable to those that are in Chesapeake. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that happens. So that's number two. Mm-hmm. Number three, I want to make sure that we bring a certain level of entertainment to the city of Chesapeake. Now, all the other cities in Hampton Roads has something that they're doing, whether it's a casino, mm-hmm. it's, it's the it's the beach, you know, some have right. a college. Right. We don't have that, have in, that Chesapeake, in Chesapeake. Yeah. But we need to start having that. Never thought a about that. A convocation center, mm-hmm. a sports place, mm-hmm. to where we can have that type of entertainment, athletic events taking place. We want to be entertained in our city. Right. And let our discretionary recreational dollars stay in our city because along with those things taking place, mm-hmm. then that leads to hotel building, more restaurants mm-hmm. coming on the scene. So, so you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They 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 work kind of hand in hand, to hand in hand yeah. together. Exactly. So that needs to take place. So that's that's number three. Mm-hmm. Number four, retired law enforcement. I want to make sure our city stays safe. Now, we have some pockets of crime. Mm-hmm. What can we do to clear that up? What programs can we put in place? How much enforcement we have to do of the law to make sure those places are sound and free of crime? Mm-hmm. Because we want it to be to when you're in the city, wherever you're at, wherever you go, you want to feel safe. So that's community safety. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure the same thing happens in the school systems, that they remain safe and that we have the resources in place to take care of them from the standpoint of safety. And then that last one is, Mm. it would be transportation. Mm. Making sure our roads are up to par, that we're maintaining the roads, and that we're thinking about the future. So our infrastructure, we're building roads and bridges to where it's taking on the level of traffic that constantly goes to and fro. Right. I say sometimes right now, Charles, the city looks like one big... um, speed bump mm-hmm. because you're driving down with one foot on the brake because it's so much traffic at certain hours. Wow. And that's because we didn't plan properly during that time frame of just constantly building, constantly building, but not having the roads ready for that traffic. So I'm going to think futuristic wise to say we're going to have the roads in place and manage that um, building, but mm-hmm. not to say we're not going to have building, but not build to the point to where our infrastructure is not in place. Right. And then last is what can we do with that public transportation to ease some of that traffic on the road? We need to consider that as well. Wow. Because it's only going to get caught more costly down the road. Right. So we need to start looking into that. So that's my platform wow. to a certain degree of what I want to do mm. when I get on council. But just remember, you can't do it with one person. Right. You got to be able to compromise and work with others. And that's what I want to be able to do to be in a position to where I I can give my vision, be a leader when I need to be, but also compromise and know how to be a follower. Right. But I'm here to make a difference. Right. Yes. Wow. So, so you may be that one person with that vision. So you have to get in there first, get, get in that, get at the table first, and then you can start implementing what you see could be done that's it wow amazing but i never thought about chesapeake not having a building or something like a you know like you said the sportsplex to bring that revenue so when is when is the election when is the election the election is november the 8th Mm -hmm. that's the actual election day Mm -hmm. but people can start voting as early as september the 23rd How how do we do that 
Okay. So early voting right now, I think it's just the registrar's office that's open. Started September 23rd. Mm-hmm. Last year, they had it for like four weeks. But this time, it's only going to be for two weeks. Got you. So right now, four weeks as far as the registrar's office is open. But then the last two weeks of, of October, they got like five or six precincts throughout the city that mm-hmm. will be actually open that you can go vote before election day on November the 8th. November the 8th. Yes. And that's like a, a Monday through Saturday type setup to where you can vote those last two weeks of October prior to the November 8th date. So, man, it was it was great interviewing you. It was great interview. I thank you so much. And um, to the listening audience, uh, we have an election coming up November the 8th. And Mr. Les Smith is running for city council to help the city uh, get ahead and, and make it better. So so cast your votes. Your votes is your voice. If you want to make something happen, go vote. And so they'll be voting again on November the 8th. Mr. Les Smith is one of the candidates running for city council. Again, thank you so much, Mr. Smith, for being a part of Let's Just Talk About It. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your voice. Thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to do in the community in years to come. Thank you so much for being on. Let's just talk about it. Is there any last words you want to say before we close out on this interview? Yes, I, I, I want to say to the public, they need to come out in mass number to vote. Mm. Okay, I already told you, I, your vote is power. Mm. Okay, but I want you to know that I will advocate on your behalf for whatever the concerns are. I want to be there for you, mm. but I can't do that if I'm not in office. So I need that platform so I can better represent you. So please come out and share your vote. Share your votes on November the eighth, and do remember this: less stands for listens to every sentence. Thank wow. you. Wow. Could you repeat that one more time? Less stands for what? Listens. To every sentence. Wow. wow. So I'm paying attention. Paying attention. Thank you. Thank you for paying attention. We need somebody to pay attention. Thank you so much, Mr. Smith, for being on again. I appreciate you. Hope to have you back once you get elected at city council. I hope to have you back again on another episode. Thank you so much, man, for being a part. Sounds good. Stay blessed. Talk to you soon. Hey, goodbye. Wow, what an amazing conversation. Shout out to Mr. Les Smith for taking time out of his busy schedule to do this interview with me. Honestly, I never knew how important local elections are until I had this conversation. So now I understand more clearly that my vote is my voice that promotes change in my community. But not only is this episode knowledge for the city of Chesapeake, Virginia to cast your local vote for the right person for city council, but it's also knowledge for any local election in which you live. So remember, your vote is your voice. Again, thank you so much for listening into this episode of Let's Just Talk About It podcast. Don't forget to download and don't forget to share. And also, if you want to share with me how this podcast has helped you, you can reach me at Let's Just Talk About It 22 at Yahoo.com. And now on Facebook, just type Chuck L-J-T-A-I. So as always, until next time, hey, don't hold it in, but let's just talk about it. Talk to you soon. One, two, three,